All right, everybody, episode 96 of the 580 show and Strongman Corporation Nationals is a wrap. Um, I know a lot of people have been listening to us talk about it for quite some time. The weekend is come and gone. Um, I think we got a lot to say, so I, I think that's what this whole episode is going to be about. I want to start off the episode by just saying, you know, thank you to all the volunteers the first and foremost, the judges, the state chairs, um, just the people that showed up to volunteer, um, everyone that made the weekend possible for us competitors. Um, obviously, you know, you see how much just physical labor goes into it. You know, it feels, I'm sure you guys feel it right now. And anyone that competed feels it, you know, after competing for two days, how sore your body is. And we're only there for, uh, two sessions for two days, you know, and they're there from two hours before the first session and two or three hours after, you know, and then the cleanup and everything. So for sure, for I sure. mean, just, just props, you know, um, if you're a volunteer, thank you. And if you're listening, but, um, and also just any competitors that are listening, congratulations, you know, it was nice meeting a lot of you people. And it was, it was really, really cool. Like not to sound like a celebrity because we're not a, we're not celebrities at all. <laughs> we're probably about the opposite of celebrities as you can get. But it was really really cool to have a handful of you guys come up and say like I appreciate the podcast. A couple people said they listened on the way. Mm-hmm. People said they listen. I listen every Sunday. I, like, right. It that's so awesome. So right. you know it it puts it. You, we do this. This is our ninety sixth week week uh straight of doing this right right and you honestly like i mean i do i don't want to speak for you guys but i forget that people are listening kind of you know yeah like, like we finally were in the demographic of people that actually listen to the podcast regularly like obviously we have people locally that listen to our episodes right but we're actually with a group of people that that want to consume the the content and the the weekly episodes that we put out so it's nice to like be reminded that there are people out there that actually listen it's like every single week you know it's pretty cool it's mind-blowing it's mind-blowing yeah. to me like to see someone that i've never met in person and be like hey i really like listening every week so yeah. it, it makes it that much more fun to keep doing too that's sure. that's what i was gonna say that's a great point dante like it like you're like holy like this isn't just like a couple of people from the gym listening. I mean, we obviously see our numbers and we know people listen, right? But until you actually see someone's face, and you're like, "Oh, you're one of those numbers," like, and you just yeah. you appreciate it. So, I, I just hope that when people come up and say that, that they know how genuine I am and thankful I am. Like, not even with the podcast, just to meet, like to say hi, like what's up, like it. Probably, I know you got to meet some people that you never, you know, yeah got to meet in person and Dante same with you like and especially the people that said you know they've tried horsepower consume the podcast follow us on Instagram whatever like I hope I reciprocated that energy like like and you know how much I appreciate it because I really right. do so and if we didn't reciprocate the the energy it's because we were in the moment and yeah. sorry for that and we do genuinely appreciate you yeah I just listening and everything so yeah I uh, I'll cut it there. But I, I, I'm so thankful. So thank you guys to, for listening to this podcast every single week. And 
now the Nationals are over, we're going to recap it today, and then we're going to have to find something new to talk about, boys. Arnold, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so you guys want to – Let's talk about okay. Let's talk about the show overall, like yeah. just not as competitors. Well, as competitors, but not personal. How it was run, what we thought about the details of nationals from top to bottom, and then let's go into our individual performances. All right. So let's. I mean, there's pros and cons. Biggest pro for me this weekend by far for just strongman corporation was the live stream. Yeah, I thought that was, really was good. the um I thought that was the biggest improvement they could have made. I think for a free live stream on YouTube it exceeded my expectations. I'm curious to hear what you guys say about it, but if you guys haven't got to see it and you're just listening, you you didn't watch Nationals this weekend, go on to YouTube and just type in strongman corporation nationals and um you can it's up there to watch and skip around a little bit. And um, man, Katie and Brian Feely, like. I was just going to say the video was excellent, but the commentary was also top notch. It was very just, good. It was the perfect storm of um, just people that care about the sport stepping up. Right. There was no plan for them to commentate. It was day before. Like, oh, hey, wow. I didn't commentators. Know okay. So they were driving there. And for them to step up like that and just be so prepared and it, you can just tell in their voices and just how hard they were working. I get, I get, it's not a physical job. It's a white collar job being behind the mic, but their level of preparedness, it, it speaks a lot about how hardworking they are and how much they care. And it, it showed. And I told them at the banquet last night, just how many messages I got about uh, the improvement in the, in the live stream because last last year was horrible it was horrible last year and you know what was crazy (laughs) and i didn't realize this last year was a company that did it Mm -hmm. and then this year was honestly i couldn't even tell last year that a company did it i thought they just put like a little pedestal up and yeah yeah not to yeah not to name names but it was i mean to do that all in-house and to have the little stuff like putting your name up there in your own little box and there was four split screens for each lane. And it said, you know, Jason Frawley, men's super heavyweight. Right. You know, it said it, that was just, that stuff makes you feel like more of an athlete when my mom sure. and dad can actually watch at home. It, it, I mean, obviously I'm happy about that. They're obviously happy about that. And the best right. part about it, it was free. Right. Just log into YouTube and you can watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It was so it was just really convenient. I mean, random people could have just caught up in their stream and been like, oh, what is this? And you know, right. It's yeah. appealing, it's appealing enough for the random person can be like, okay, this looks kind of interesting. For yeah. sure. For sure. So yeah, just I mean, great job to Brian and Katie. And ev- I don't even know who else was involved in it, but great job to everyone that was involved in that. And um with the actual running of the events, warm-ups thought- were way better. Oh my god. So way better dante you competed last year oh you were there last year yeah and not to spoil individual but you spectated day two frawley right so from a spectator standpoint how would you grade last year versus this year it was so much better like i mean you still gave the athletes the opportunity to come out and like get their hands on the equipment before the event started but the flow was so much better. Like having the equipment in the back room for warm competitors to warm up 
um it just you could you could tell like like there was no situation where it was like okay we don't have time for warm-ups let's get started yeah like everybody could warm up for every event every implement was in the back like a so, plethora of them i would just say yeah. like if last year was like a C minus i mean i didn't have expectations last year right this year was just i mean it was from an athlete's had, perspective yeah. was and the, so... the implements in the back too were exactly the same yep like and it wasn't you were using what you had out front you were using in the back there was always at all times there was always four lanes to warm up in the back room yes right. that's i mean that's huge that's huge compared yeah. to last year i think yeah. last year at one point i was in that back room and i think we had about 20 to 25 people standing around a women's 10 inch titan log when we were when we had to press a 12 inch rogue log right you know what I mean? And uh, right. it was just night and day warmups. I'll say going into the actual um, uh, logistics of the event, I thought day one was maybe a C as far as maybe even failing as far as um, like staying on schedule. We obviously went way yeah. over time. Right. Um, right. So it ran way late. It ran long. Um Max events take forever. Uh, that's what I was going to say. We had, we had a max event. It's I just mean, it how takes... it is. It's the nature of the beast. But the only thing that I think you can do in that situation is be a little more realistic with time expectation. Yeah, right. Because like each wave, each each group, lightweight women, middleweight women, or light, I think it was the 125, 140, 160, and then the 180 open women, and then lightweight 200s, middleweight, and then the 265 super heavyweights, I think each individual group took an hour. And I think there was only an hour slotted for one group for the whole. Yeah. Event. yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'll I mean, say day two came around and the, the, the volunteers, judges, everyone, they got together and they were on a mission day two. Day two it, was pretty good. It was ahead of schedule, it was yep. faster. Yep. Both, both. Uh, sessions finished faster than um than the time the than advertised yeah. so great job on day two and um yeah. you know as always paul mauser does a really good job on the mic i think um yep. i think he does a good job of explaining it like to the crowd like you know like just spectators um explaining how much stuff weighs in between events kind of keeping it going but he does a great job with that cadence to keep yes. the flow. I think that's a really unsung job. Like a job just isn't really, it's kind of taken for granted, but he's really the quarterback of keeping the flow. And um, you know, if he starts to get bogged down and doesn't, doesn't stay upbeat, you know, it's like those 20 seconds between events goes to 30, 40, 50, that adds yep. up over the whole day. And it's like, so, and if I was, if I was a spectator and didn't have enough knowledge of the sport already, I would be thankful for some of the commentary he provides because he really does kind of give you a feel and like gives you commentary. Like he commented specifically on the, ro the sound of the rope during the arm over arm pull. And it's just like those little things, like those are things that you, you would expect in other sports to, to hear. And he's giving you like real live commentary of it. I, I think it's pretty cool. I think he does a great job. I really do. Yeah. I mean, just and like same. I know I already talked about it on the live stream, like the feelings were doing that too. They were doing such a good yeah. job explaining. Yeah, that's awesome. They're like, 
I remember like the sandbags are like, you know, these girls weigh 140 pounds and their last sandbag weighs 200 pounds. Or, and, right. like, and like Katie would say stuff like, you know, remember these farmers handles, it says 200 pounds, but that's 200 pounds each hand. Right. So people watching at home, little stuff like that. So mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah. Great very job cool. to the volunteers, judges. I mean, those were some hard events to judge, especially sandbag over shoulders. So, yeah. right. I mean, and it's so many hey, people. Dude, we talked about sandbag over shoulder for weeks. Yeah. Like, we knew this event was going to be like, I don't know if you're going to get this one. I don't know if you're not going to get this one. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, they made it pretty clear. I, I'd say overall they did well. There were a few that it's like, nah, we'll right? talk about but one. Like, We'll talk about one specific yeah, thing. Right. Talking about. But, uh, there were a few that were like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if they should have or shouldn't have gotten that rep or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, we knew that we knew going in that event was going to be a little iffy. I think yeah. in the future, I would just make it to shoulder. Yeah, I would. I really do. So. I don't think they're I don't think they're going to do sandbags again. I heard that from <laughs> a pretty high up source last night that there's not going to be sandbags at next year's nationals. But right. But um. Anything else to add about like the behind the scenes stuff before we get into all the events? Do you want to talk about the equipment? Yeah, sure. Um, um I mean the sandbag, we know that like oh, the 287 sandbag and the 350 shells pretty. Yeah. I mean, the only thing they did to recover it a little bit was crumb rubber and it was still floppy. Yeah. The wet, wet sandbags, those stunk. Yeah. I think. I think there was really highs and lows on equipment, right? So right. sandbags were about as low as you can go as far as having wet. You yeah. know, never want to have wet bags. And not all the bags are wet, though. It was only like some right. of them. Yeah. I think I think the majority of the bags were wet because they filled it all with wet sand. But, right. but some, I think, shined a lot. I think some just looked aesthetically more wet. But sure. I, don't, I don't know. But – um sandbags were the were not good no just overall Um, they really weren't i i love those farmers handles we used i liked them james like them james deffenbaugh i believe he makes those farmers and um wow those were awesome it was uh i told him last night it's like i think he saved a lot of people migraines because you know what it's like to be at a show where they're repeatedly something loud dropping Oh yeah. I mean, a farmer's, so that would have been, um, each competitor drops it four times. The farmers, right. And, and then there's four people per flight. So that's 16, 16 times 40 flights. That's how many times you got to, I would have had to hear the farmers drop, (laughs) you know? And it's like, and that's not even counting extra drops. And to be fair, they weren't even, they weren't 100% quiet. No, but they were. But they were. They a were lot, nice. A lot better. It than helped on that floor too. Farmers. Yeah, it was. Nice. They didn't slide because of it. Um. Like now something with like, I don't know if you really Dante kind of just alluded to it, but I don't know if you really count as equipment. But the floor was obviously I like that was the number one. I think that was like the number one talking point throughout the weekend. Oh um, no doubt about and it. And it's like <clears throat> you can't really. Oh. Yeah. It's it's it like sucks because you can't prepare for it. Well, like I would have it's crazy because as a promoter, if I was like if I was um touring that venue, right? I would have thought the floor was good for spectators. Like I would have been I would have been excited about the floor. I would have had it in my category as a pro, not a car. Yeah, right. Like, 
it looked the floor was beautiful. It, I mean, it was like it was, it was beautiful, and it was it was in good shape. There was no cracks, just an awesome looking floor. But what happened is, if you didn't get to see it, a lot of slipping and sliding. Oh yeah, and they try to stay on top of it. They had a leaf blower. They had they had dust brooms going in between the heats. People were falling. Um, yeah, you know the the beautiful thing is everyone had to do with it. Yeah. I feel I feel a lot worse for the women because they didn't go barefoot for it. They didn't know. Yeah, they didn't get to experiment as much either. I feel like. Yeah. Like the they guys, just got thrown into it. Guys yeah. kind of got to watch the girls go and then be like, okay, what did they do and what was successful and what wasn't successful? Yeah. The guys' right. flights got weird, man. It was just barefoot. Yeah, I don't know. Let the dogs 200. out. 250 guys with bare feet, but uh, no, I gotta like make sure we don't get athlete's foot or something after that. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, it was uh, it's good. That's how you adapt. I mean, you gotta gotta roll with the punches. That's right. And uh, but equipment, man. Um, I don't want to give away Dante's yet. So. Yeah, me neither. I got it in my notes. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, I thought the, all, the sandbags were not good, and I thought all the but, but all the equipment. Other than that, was I, I thought was awesome. Rogue, those rogue, the rogue axles, weights, the rogue axles, bumpers. Oh man, everything. we didn't get to talk about those. Everything, mm-hmm. dude, was awesome. The rogue, those rogue wagon wheel bumpers are <laughs> awesome, and we used calibrated plates. Yep, the Porky. first time. Shout out pork. Yeah, we use. We used calibrated plates at nationals, and uh, it was kind of cool, you know. Confused a lot of people, myself included, dealing with uh, kilos. But um, but yeah, it was cool. We used calibrated plates, so that was a uh, a little bonus. Yeah, I think a lot of power lifters would have a stroke seeing calibrated, like IPF standard plates being used on farmers carries. But um, <laughs> no, it was good. Um, so. Overall, I thought equipment was great minus the sandbags. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that's I a agree. good point, Charlie. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess overall, um, as athletes, Allie's not on the pod. She's downstairs watching the Steelers game. Um, I'm I'm like really, really proud of her. Um, she, she did great. I mean, what a weekend for her. Her it's funny because we were joking, her biggest goal for the last months training for it was not to come in dead last that was her only goal and she kept saying it. and then it was like oh well she's like you know top 10 and so ali finished ninth overall wow. um in the big out of the biggest woman's class too right most women in her class um that's crazy she missed the yeah. arnold she missed the arnold by two spots oh, and it, it was her second ever strongman competition so it's right like, it's crazy too because that was her first strongman competition. She had to, she had to go somewhere for because her first one was at our gym, right? And it's different going somewhere. You don't know where the bathrooms are. It sounds silly, but you you don't know <laughs> does all the accommodations. Yeah. And it's you're you know everyone deals with it, obviously, but like yep. doing your your only thing to to um, compare it to is at your own gym. Right. It's, it's a lot different traveling yeah. and everything. So I'm so proud of her. And, and uh, she had some really high moments, you know, like, um, you know, you set realistic goals and obviously it's my wife. So we talk about it and everything um, like um, Axel, we were right about where we wanted to be. 
maybe one could have hit one more rep in the axle uh press one more one more jump farmers i mean that was she finished it man she talked for weeks she's like i'm not gonna finish this i mean that was that was her that was she her finished big, it that was her biggest accomplishment from the weekend out of right. the events i i don't know where it came from it i was really impressed we we've talked about the weights a bazillion times but i was really impressed with finishing that as a lightweight woman 200 200 pounds a hand right 140 pound girl yeah she's yeah and 160 feet and she finished that i mean right awesome awesome but um trying to think about her other oh she hit a big deadlift pr on the axle after two farmers yeah after two farmers she got three never hit it before never Never hit hit that weight before 15 pound pr that's so awesome and she smoked it she got great job so yeah, Allie top 10 in the nation. It's awesome. crazy to say this year. So I'm excited. We'll see what she's going to do next. But right. um, who wants to? Who I'll wants go first because I don't have that much to talk about. So <laughs> I um, I went, I started the day with that. I, I did just so everybody knows I did the first day. And then um, day two, I decided to drop out. And um, I... The reason being, I had some sort of respiratory infection. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was. Um, but I really noticed after my farmers that I just, I couldn't breathe. I really noticed I was short of breath during Axel. I was very shaky, very weak. Um, and then after the farmer's event, I actually questioned whether I even had the gas tank to go uh, for the sandbag and sled drag, which I actually am very glad that I did because I gave it, I gave it everything else that I had left. So I, um, I, I hit a PR, it was like 41.50, 41 seconds um, to finish the 3.10, 3.30, and then sled drag. Um, went barefoot, uh, did well on that, but I, ultimately I was done, and I just, uh, Nadia and Brian were my judge, and I just said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to withdraw. Like, it's, this isn't worth me going through this tomorrow. Yeah. And I, I woke up Saturday and felt way, way worse. Um, and I was just like, I, I made the right decision and it sucks. It was really bad timing. It was something I can't control, but there's no other shows. So it was, uh, I'll, I'll let you keep continuing, but it was such a, it was such a, it, it was so disappointing. Obviously I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel bad for you because you trained so hard and you had such a good training cycle for it. Right. And we, we put all this time and effort in nationals, you pay all this money and go and everything, but like, it was such a crazy whirlwind of emotions because everyone was texting me after your run. Like my phone was blowing up 20 messages. My mom saying, go for all. He just crushed that. He's going to win day two. And then you're standing like with your arm around me and you can't breathe. No, like, dude, I, like, I, I literally like, could that was when breathe. I knew, like, I knew you were done. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I was, I came back in the back it wasn't after that sled drag. I took my belt off and I sat down. I was literally like hyperventilating. Like yeah, it I, wasn't, I could not breathe. It wasn't so. like a cold where you're like, let me tough it out. It was like yeah. for people that would weren't there, like it was you were making some noises and like short on breath that I was like, I was concerned. Yeah, like and I like, mean, I'm look, look, I'm I'm well aware that I'm 350 pounds, and like I'm well aware that after I do that slam, that sandbag and sled drag, I'm gonna be breathing heavy. But I was literally worried that I wasn't gonna catch my breath. Like, 
it was it was 20 minutes later that I might have finally returned to normal. So I was just like, you know what, I got to call it on this one and I got to be ready to go again in the future. So it is what it is. It does suck. I'm frustrated by it. I know had I done as done what I expected to and realistic expectations, I would have achieved my goal based on scoring. But I'm going to keep that to myself and I'm going to hang on to it for the future. And I'm, it's going to motivate the shit out of me. So, yeah, I'll yeah. be ready to go. I mean, it's it's just such an unfortunate thing. And I, I was telling people it's like sucks. I think day two was even a better day. for. I was you. better at this day two event. Like you're a hell of a deadlifter. Yep. You know, obviously guys in your class are going to be freaks, but you're a hell of a deadlifter. And you're uh, the one that I'm so upset about that I couldn't do is the sandbag over shoulder. Yeah. I really I wanted to do that run. I wanted to, I wanted that event more than anything because I genuinely feel like I could have been in top 10 on that event. I think so too. So, and, uh, but yeah, dude, shit happens. And, uh, is what it you is, gotta buddy. prioritize your health. You yep. know, it's, it happens. So, but Dante, do you want to talk about you or do you want me to go? Yeah, I can go real quick since you had the biggest revelation of the day. So, um, day one, I thought I did all right. I wish I hit my final axle press, which was like 290 something, but I just didn't have it in me that day. I usually pay, choke on those pressing events as the first event, anyways. But that's besides the point. Farmers, I did really well. I kind of feel like I lost a second or two because I slipped on the transition, but I recovered pretty good. And got sixth place overall on that and then that then came the sandbag carry to sled drag and so i had to do that twice actually because the first time i you know ran the 287 down came back at the 300 back and i went to pick up the sled like the handle it just wasn't attached so yeah you know, this we, didn't break it didn't break guys everyone it says it break. broke but it didn't break it just I wasn't think, attached i think maybe like the carabiner like from the previous guy if you notice everyone was slamming them down at the end myself right. included you get excited like can't really yeah. do much about i don't know maybe like the carabiner like you know like the part that attaches like maybe yeah. like kind of like on contact like like shifted yeah. you know what i, I mean? don't i don't know because we watched the, we watched the youtube video you could see it dragging with the sled yeah, yeah. and we asked, we I asked, back, I asked yeah. james of the james at the banquet and he's like yeah one of the hooks just might have came off or something but i don't yeah. know i didn't look too much into it i just there's nothing I could have done. I could have freaked out or done something. I just kind of like, like I just want to say, I got, I got to stop Dante. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil everything yet. But like, I was so, I, I've never been so fired up in lifting in my life than Dante. Like, obviously, that, of course, it's Dante. It happens to Dante. Yeah, fig right? go figure. Right. Four hundred people did that event. And it's three hundred, three hundred ninety nine people. I don't know if there's actually 400, but however many people you guys, right. you get it. But 399 people, it didn't break on. Right. And Dante, it breaks on or right. messes up on the only person. And there are a lot of competitors um, that may have not responded the way Dante had. Yeah, Every athlete's a little bit different uh, when it comes to sports. Oh. I'm not, but like how proud I was of Dante, like, like to represent 580 like that, like I'm gonna like I'm fuck I'm fired up right now. Like I right. want to go train now, think about it again. <laughs> but like for him to like that, the I think I mean it depends. Everyone's has their own opinion, but it, I thought it was one of the top three taxing events. Right. Um, so obviously two heavy ass sandbags and a heavy ass sled drag backwards. And my, keep in mind we're in our bare feet, like we already mentioned. And it's a and, 287 bag and a 350 shell. Yeah. 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 
So like that matters. So Dante has 10 minutes to go and regroup himself. Yeah, they were going to make me do right up to the 231s, and they're like, you know, let's just do it at the 265s. So I was like, yeah. all right, that seems to be enough time. And I mean, he, you'll never have enough time, but. Yeah, he came back into the back room, and he was focused. We were all trying to, you know, obviously keep him in the right minds, but he did everything himself, um, and he just locked in, and he had a great – were you top 10 on that event? I was – 12th and you had to do it twice yeah second time and just you had to go what were you thinking go alone he had to go alone like in the whole place was screaming like like they they found out what happened and like everybody was like oh dude he he got a short end of the sticks everybody's rooting for you what was going through your head like in between run one and run two like what were you thinking like all right i gotta go freaking get this I was thinking I got to get the bags higher on my chest. On all honesty, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't mother effing or anything. I I don't know. I just kind of put my head down. It's like I accidentally I read my training wrong. I remember during prep and actually accidentally did the comp one twice. So I was like I technically yeah. technically trained for this moment. So it's like yeah. I'm just gonna shut up and do it. I it's mean, anyone else in the situation would have had to do it. I mean, I didn't mind going by myself. I don't pay attention to too many people around me anyway. So. I just, I'm just, I just appreciate the fact that I was able to do it again after the 265s and not like right away. Dude, I mean, I agree with Josh, man. I, I have not felt between Ali's Farmer's run, finishing that run, and you doing that run, just like the aggression you had on the sled drag. I was, oh man, I'm surprised I didn't shed a tear because I was yeah, so fired up. That, that, that barely comes out of me, too. I so. was so fired up. Yeah, I was. I was so fired up. I remember looking at Nick and like, I literally was tearing up. We were, I, I woke up, I was going to, luckily I didn't do bad on day two, but I was going to blame Dante because we were going so <laughs> tight. Yeah. And day one, my boy, you guys can probably hear it in my voice. I'm sure it's a mix of other stuff, but I was yelling. I've never yelled that loud in my life. Right. I've never been that fired up. And like, that was honestly, if you ask me like from what as a spectator for nationals that was my favorite moment of the weekend and there's was, that picture that showcased it perfectly too i forget yeah. the people who took yeah. it but trust the you process. can see like ali and my mom like people in the back yeah. screaming that was pretty it cool was just, it was so awesome and uh just like <laughs> i'm just proud of you how you handled it because like a lot of right. people could it could have gone south real quick right. i mean like oh. it's it's no one's fault really i mean it could have been someone's fault but who, at the end of the day who I mean, cares dude, it accidents happened. happened yeah you go to you go to a powerlifting meet. People misload squat bars. People, it happens. It's dude. It's the nature of the beast. And you drew the short stick, you know. And it's I like, always draw the short stick. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, and it's just to bounce back. It's like to represent. I mean, obviously you're representing yourself, but like as a five eighty man, and and like it was just like I was so proud and just fired up and everything. So Dante did seven events on day on this weekend. Everyone else did six. No, there was two girls that did a tiebreaker. Yeah, tie oh, yeah, yeah. There was three people total. Yeah, that's true. Did seven events. Dante was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, do you want to talk about the rest of your – Yeah, I can do that real quick. Day two, you know, the deadlift medley. I never did the farmers, farmers deadlift. Actually, in training, I just kind of did deadlifts and farmers separate. The most I ever got on the deadlift was three reps with the comp weight. So I hit two in the competition – which I kind of expected because I didn't really know what to expect after the heavy set of farmers doubles, which I'm okay with. 
because I, I was expecting to get like three to four, but two makes sense just after the fact when I considered all the situations and everything. Uh, what really got me going was the Serper sandbag over shoulder. I always panic on this one, and especially since that 287 was in a bigger bag than I've ever like threw to my shoulder. Right. I just panicked at the top and just brain farted and just kind of like set it here. And I was like trying to maneuver it around. And I just couldn't get it. And I think that's what really set me back a lot more points because I was in ninth place overall before that event. And then arm over arm, I did, I think I did the best I could. So I ended up with 12th or 15th place overall, which I'm not too upset with because it's better than 50% of the, better than 50%. So I'll take it. I would have liked to get three reps on the bag and that might've bumped me up maybe top 10 if i was lucky i don't know i don't have to do all that math right now but yeah <laughs> for, the, for, like, the, for the most part I, i'm i'm happy with my performance <laughs> but to watch you and frolly can i'm sure will probably agree with me here to watch you from last year yes to yeah this year so last year was dante's first nationals right came in dead last in his subdivision yeah like that last year they had subdivisions it's a little more confusing, but um, yeah, I think you had like 12 guys in your cl- technically your class last year. Yeah, and I got dead, dead last. Dead last out of those 12. Zero two events. And like to just make that much improvements. At a lighter weight class. Yeah, yeah. at a lighter like, weight Let's not lose that either. I mean, yeah. you went from 265 subclass to a 231. Sure, the weight load, the loads are lighter. But I mean, you you were in the top half this year, correct? Yeah. yeah There's 33 I mean, people, and I was 15th. Yeah. So you're, oh man, like <laughs> I couldn't agree more. You made such an improvement from year to year, and I just another year's time. I can only imagine where you're going to be. Yeah, so, I'm starting to get really comfortable with the cuts and everything. So like every single cut, I've been feeling better, and I just feel good. Like I feel like I'm able to just put on more strength now that I don't have to sit heavy and worry about cutting down weight. Yes. You fit, you fit as a 231. Yes. You found your, you, you found, found your home. I just think, I just think, you know, come time for the Arnold, that'll be my best package yet. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. You, you already got your own yeah. from the regional. Yeah. So. I didn't get the Arnold invite here, which is kind of disappointing because that was my goal. But, uh, right. I already have it from the regional. So I just got to shut up and just train. Yeah. That's all I can do. So, yeah, man, that's uh, that's it. Anything else to add about your performance? No, like I said, I think I did the best I could, except that sandbag over shoulder. I just went back to my panic mode, and that's it. Everything yeah. else, I feel like I gave my all and did my best. Did my best to deal with the situations. Recovered well from small errors, and everything else is out of my hand at this point. Just got to grow and get stronger. Yeah, well, it was a good good weekend. I th- I thought it was a good weekend for you. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Well, boys. Now on to clap it up, clap it up. I'm a national champ. What does that say? Hold that closer. I think it says it on the back, but I'm national champ. Uh, Let's go. It doesn't doesn't feel real yet. Um, I'm obviously, like, super excited, trying to answer everyone's congratulations messages and DMs and texts and everything like that. I appreciate everyone um, reaching out, but yeah, first place overall in the men's lightweight. And uh, I really don't even know what to say. I, uh, there's a lot of people I can thank, especially you guys, but, uh, and just everyone at 580. But it, it, I'm so happy to be able to bring a, 
national championship back to the gym and uh and uh yeah just and now excited for the arnold you know dude like the actual perfect storm yeah you you should have seen his face probably at the banquet whenever they're going like third place and josh like oh this guy got got third and they said second place and they said like chris or whatever his name wasn't josh was like i freaking won (laughs) yeah i mean i just i couldn't believe it like i uh, I really did think I got second. Right. Um, I just thought there was Chris, Chris Surgisson got second and him and I, it was just a battle and Back we're, and forth. we're yep. very, we're very evenly matched. Like we're both good deadlifters. We both improved our press a lot from last year. And right. it was just like, he, he is so good at farmers. Oh, he yeah, finished the he farmers in like 30 seconds and yeah. um, he's just relentless and he's, just pushed me and pushed me and pushed me. So did a lot of other guys in the class. And, um, and, uh, I was just, I was so excited when, um, you know, when I, when I found out I won and, um, yeah, just immediately went and called my mom and dad. And that was, uh, what I did, but it was, uh, yeah, it was a really fun weekend. I knew day one, if I was in the top five, I was going to be within striking distance because it had a press. Um, I got fifth in the press Top, we split a bunch of points though. Um, think like top, I think I got like fourth in the farmers and then I got third in the sled drag. So it was like fifth, fourth, third, day one. And then day two came out, won the deadlift. Then I won um, the sandbag over shoulder. And then I got, I think, second or third on the rope pull. And me and Chris were head to head, but there was just a lot of, split times and stuff so it uh it ended up with points that i ended up winning and um yeah i'm looking at these split times now and they're literally all within like seconds or milliseconds it's crazy and i will say okay i'm just gonna say it about event five if you watch a lot this is what i was waiting for i got like they gave me credit for finishing the fifth uh bag However, I, it didn't matter. I, it was split times and I won. I was at the fifth bag way before anyone else in the class. Yes. I finished the fourth. If you go watch, I went back and watched to make sure it didn't change points at all because I, I finished the first four bags way faster than anyone in my class. Yeah. And yeah, without were. a doubt over my shoulder, all four. Mm-hmm. My, the fifth bag was a really floppy 287. I just suplexed it and they gave me the rep. They gave you the rep. I, I'm not a baseball player. If they call a strike or call a ball and it's a strike, take the know, walk. They walk. Yeah, you, know, you take the walk. Like, I I so yeah, I'm I'm just so happy that it didn't actually change anything. Yeah, right. so, yeah, there's no asterisk. Save the, Dude, you save were, the I watched it. I mean, I was right yeah. there. I was right there. And I would tell you if if you weren't the first to that fifth bag, I would tell you, but you I was, were. and it wasn't even like, close. You were. So, yeah. no, it wasn't. So, but yeah, it was just what a great weekend. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's so surreal. Like, it's just like, I mean, that's just like my dream. They're like, it's like one of my biggest goals to ever to win nationals. And it's like, seriously doesn't feel like I did, but, uh, but yeah, it's still kind of setting in. So, Next goal is the Arnold. See how we do there, and um, and go from there. For sure, man. I was getting, I was getting spoiled at the banquet last night. I was uh, got one state chair of the year, 
and uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that plaque, <laughs> the frame the, plaque. The, the transition from Josh's face to like hearing Dion talk about this, and then slowly realizing that it was it him was and she was talking about. He's like, I'm gonna freaking puke. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh man, it was the first award they gave in the night, and uh, so yeah, I. I really appreciate Dion recognizing the hard work that we're putting in in such a short time because it just to see it not go unnoticed is right. is awesome because our shows are only going to keep getting better and we have so many people not just myself that that award as the state chair of the year is really awarded to 580 because what other gym are you going to go to that has for their show that has 36 volunteers I mean, like, yeah, it, every one of those volunteers had a hand in that. Yeah, it, it's a sure. 580 award. Yep. And uh, and our shows are going to keep, I mean, Battle of the Bridge last year is the worst it's ever going to get. So, and it's, yeah, I, and that's, that's, that's real. That's not me. I'm being real. Mm-hmm. Uh, we take it serious and we put a lot of time and effort into it. And if, if you sign up with ours to one of our shows, you're, you're going to get your money's worth and then some. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, I really appreciate that award. Obviously, the first place in the mm-hmm. nation is, is uh really really special to me and it's gonna be something i never forget you know it's like um you know see andrew heinous win it last year and uh he's the best athlete i've ever seen compete and um and uh nick gagnon win it a bunch of years I, I mean the list goes on and on in this class all the great athletes that have won it and um it just feels so it feels so weird and so thank you to everyone that uh said it I'm not, I don't think I'm going to make a post on Instagram until this podcast is out. Cause I want people to find out through listening to the pod, but, yeah. um, but yeah, seriously, thank you. Thank you to all the, obviously my wife helps me a lot. You guys, my, like all the training partners at 5A, the whole crew, it's crazy. We talk about it all the time, but like having a good environment to train in, it's just, it matters. Different. It matters. um, yeah, yeah I, I can't, I can't see myself ever. Like, even if I move, I can't see myself ever like having this kind of like situation ever again. Yeah. Like with you guys all training together, we all come on the same time, push each other. It's, it just, it just feels different. We all care about each other, man. That part doesn't get like that part gets, gets lost sometimes, but we really do. We yeah. all care about each other's performances more than we like sometimes more than, than our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like in a prep like this where, events you have all these heavy sandbags you have to reset a sled 80 feet that's heavy as hell um yeah you you really realize how much of a team sport it can be when you're like dead after an arm over arm pull and then you got like six guys that are willing to help you drag a sled back so you don't have to do it so you can be fresh for your next event your next run so yeah it's you know, there's a bazillion people I can thank, but, um, but yeah, uh, Clay, Andrew Clayton, my coach, I mean, he's, he's done, he is in a year, he's changed me. I've been with him for less than a year and he's helped me immensely with programming and, and his coaching and just his attention to detail. So I, I appreciate that guy a lot because he's, sure. he cares as a coach. So, um, but yeah, it was cool to, tell my parents too because they just know how much it means to me and it's like to finally get rewarded and dion paid all the winners too so that was awesome to get a check that's awesome so that's awesome. yeah and uh like i said now we're on the arnold and i i'll say it one more time thank you to everyone and that there and it was so cool to meet everyone yesterday and and the day before and get to talk to some of you guys and make new friends so appreciate everyone but, hell yeah um, we got and then at the end of the banquet for all we got the arnold events 
Awesome. Are you going to preview them? Or do we, yeah, we'll tell them right them? now. I'll tell you right yeah. now. Let's go. So the way the Arnold works is two events day one, yep. two, two events day two, yep. and then the and top. Then the finals. Yeah, the only – I think four people make the finals for my class. I don't know about the other classes. I think it's – yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah, it's the finals. Yeah. The, and they don't, they're not announcing the final day events. One's always a mystery. They will announce the fifth, but not the sixth. But the fifth isn't out yet. But we know the first two day events are uh, Viking Press. Okay. Power Stairs. Okay. Farmers Carry with Deadlifts. Ooh, like Fatback Farmers. Yeah, that's what it was Fatback Farmers. Oh, yeah. okay. And then. Odd object carry and load. I love them. Mm-hmm. I like them. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for power stairs. I feel like that's going to be a curveball, and I'm excited to not having the freaking cl- man. You should be singing your songs of prayer for having fat back farmers. Oh dude. yeah, I mean, <laughs> me and Dante were me and Dante were getting a beer when they said Arnold. All right, so the Arnold events, and we, we like turn around. We're like, what? Turn around! Holy crap! So. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy about those. I'm excited to train Viking Press. We've had that Viking Press there my whole time, and I've never got to use yeah. it once. I'm just, right. like Frawley said, I'm just, I'm so excited about those Fatback Farmers events. Yeah, that I, I just I just don't even want to talk about it. It's just... Um, yeah, hopefully... <laughs> hopefully we see a lot of you guys in Columbus. Oh, that'll, yeah. Uh, that'll be awesome, but... Um, yeah, because they added a bunch of classes to the Arnold this year, 200 and 265s or whatever. That's cool. Yeah, so... It's gonna be a good yeah, time. We're, we're on to the Arnold, and um, is there anything else really to say about the weekend? No, no, just everyone did good, and appreciate everyone's support. And yeah, that great job to everyone that had a had a hand in it, competing, volunteering, whatever. And uh, and we like Dante said, we appreciate everyone. So, um, yeah, if you if you're new here, uh. We have a pre-workout. We have a supplement company. More news coming on that. You know, yep. you can go to 580barbell.com. You can get merch delivered straight to your house. You can get our pre-workout shipped same day. Um, did sell a couple while we were there too. So that was cool. Tap cool. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to have a vlog from Nationals coming out whenever Dante. Yeah, it's a lot of footage. It. I got I to gotta sort through it all. But uh but yeah, I guess until next week, every Polar Sunday Express, night, December 10th, don't forget yeah, it. Every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, we release an episode. So yep. we will see you guys next week. And thank you all for the support. Peace. Later. The five.